Hey, cousin, I'm fucking starving out here. You know, freaking Thursday night, 11.17. Haven't been eating all day. Gotta eat something now. My stomach's getting the rumbles. I am famished. Where do I gotta go? The only place that operates 24 hours a day. The gold notches. The epitome of the American diet. We always go back to the McAdee's. It's delicious. They have a reduced menu at night. Of course they do. Of course they can't make you a milkshake at 3 o'clock in the morning. They don't want to clean the machine. Do you want to go in there and clean the machine? Of course you don't want to clean the machine. Of course, like, you know, they say they can do milkshakes, but, like, they don't do the milkshakes. They don't do them. They don't do the milkshakes at night. They don't like to do it. They don't like to do them ever. It's just such a pain in the fucking ass, you know? Like, it's, it's a pain in my rear ass. That's exactly what they think. That's all they want. That's all they think about all day. It's like, hey, how, how many... Who's the least amount of milkshakes I can make today? I'd rather just make burgers all day. That's what they're all telling each other. They'll be like, hey, guys, uh, is the machine broken again? And they'll be like, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like science. It's like clockwork, you know? It's like you're not going to escape it. Of course no one's going to make you a freaking milkshake three 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, get out of here. Forget about it. Good morning, people of the podcast universe. I had to be, uh, have you guys ever watched Bar Rescue? You guys ever watched Bar Rescue? It's a good show. It's, uh, but I, um, if you guys don't know John Taffer, you know, he's, uh, he's kind of, if you guys who don't know the show, I'll explain the show real quick. But basically, you got this dude comes into these bars that are very dirty, gross, mismanaged, and he uh, he just comes in hot, comes in guns a blazing, and he's like, "You're a fuck up, you're a screw up, you see your life," and he like he takes all the bugs out of the bottles, like there's fruit flies and bottles and shit, and he puts pours them into a towel, and he's like, "Look at your life, this is your future, is this what you want for your daughter?" You know that's what he does all the time. But uh, I, I pulled a mini Taff. I pulled a mini John Taff or a mini bar rescue at a, uh, a local gas station. So it was like 8 o'clock at night. I was like, fuck it. I'll try the coffee. So I tried the coffee, and I'm like, oh, this coffee's, like, cold. And then I went to the lady, and she's like, she's like, I was like, hey, uh, you guys got a microwave so I can, like, heat up this coffee? And she was like, ah, ah, we are. And she was like, she's like, pretty, like, she's like, dazed as fuck. And I was just like. Um, and she was like, well, you know, no. And she just told me no. And I was like, all right, so I just got to drink this coffee warm as fuck. And then she was just like, eh, you can just take it. And I was like, what are you saying right now? I was like, I'll just, I guess I'll buy it. And she's like, thank you. And then she, she like, she like held my cup and she's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. And I was just like, so I was like, it was like, and then she, I found out she made the coffee eight hours ago. And I was like, this, this girl. This girl doesn't know how to make coffee. You got to make coffee, like, within, like, a couple of hours. You know, like, if I'm drinking coffee at 8 o'clock, that coffee should have been made at, like, 5 o'clock. Not 12 o'clock in the afternoon. In, like, the noon. I can't be, I can't be drinking noontime coffee at 8 o'clock at night. That's redonkulous. Redonkulous. A little bit of a no-no today. Ran into a little bit of a no no, that's that's not one but two no's. That's a no, 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 no. You can't do that. 
Well, uh, my situation today was, uh, it's basically, you know, my igniter that, you know, turns on the hot water furnace to my house is malfunctioning. So, you know, no hot water. That means everything gets backed up. You know, I can't do the, the I mean, I could do the dishes, but I got to heat up the water on the stove to get off the grease and grime. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to do dishes with cold water, you know? But uh, it's just, you know, this kind of just shows the problems that we have. We're very reliant on oil. Come on. I need the oil. I need to heat up my my, my, my tap cold water and get some hot water to do these dishes. But, you know, my igniter's broken. Got no hot water. So then, you know, I've been taking cold showers. But the thing is that you don't even get that clean. I'm like a dish, you know. I'm like the dish with the... With the, with the the with the grease on it, you know, that's me, that's my body. And they, I've been trying to clean these dishes with cold water and the grease kind of just congeals on there still. That's me with my body. I, I try to give myself a cold shower. I may be using soap and stuff, but in the end of the day, it's cold water. I mean, it's just congealing on. So it's just, uh, you know, it's just a different way. Of li- I know there's, there, there's people who live in the cold, man. So like, it's just a different way of living. But for me, you know, I got the, I got, I, I, I'm so used to the hot water. I clean with the hot water. And now I got the cold water. It's a, it's a predicament everyone runs into, though. I think most people run into the hot, cold situation. Everyone nice is like, everyone likes a nice, warm shower. So the problem I ran into, though, is, you know, I've been taking cold showers. And then, I, you know, I think I'm clean enough to go to class. You know, I think I'm clean enough. You know, I'm feeling all right. I use the bathroom before I go to class. You know, I get, I get myself old. You know, and I'm situated. And I'm about to walk into class. And then I... I, I it, it, it just dawns on me. I, I, so I, I walk into class, and my teacher was talking to uh, another group of students. That, and the thing about this class, if it was any other class, I probably wouldn't have cared. But this class, it was so highly, like, intermingle, like, mixed, the pe- mixed everyone in the class together. And I'm just like, am I, do I smell, you know? And I'm just thinking that to myself. I'm just like, do I smell? Do I, do I smell bad? Do I smell like, do I smell like it's... Just no good, and I'm just. And you, you walked in the room, and you, and you, you know, you just, you just think, you know. And so I, I, I told the teacher, I was like, hey, um, you know, I was like, uh, I don't, I, I'll do all this stuff later. I said that was the first thing I told her. I was like, I'll just, uh, I'll do this later. And she, she was a little confused, and I was just like, I, I, I told her I didn't feel well, because I didn't feel that I was, um, you know, good smelling enough. I felt I was a bad smell in the room, and I wanted to. Wanted, wanted to evacuate that bad smell out of the room. Well, and then I went to go take a hot shower because I haven't taken a hot shower in a few days. So it's just like, I, yeah, I think I did. I think I, I was a, I was a, a cold sore in that room, and I would have, I was just bringing bad vibes into the room. So everyone, everyone, uh, you know, gets into this kind of situation sometimes. You know, maybe you're not feeling the best, maybe you're not cleaning yourself right. But for me, it's just like I got no hot water, so I got to just. Yeah, I got to plan it into my day now. Instead of, like, me taking a shower at my house, I got to take a shower at another facility now. So it's just like, you don't plan it out, you just start being stinky. But, you know, like, and are we a society that accepts stinky people? To a degree, you know. To a degree. You can be too stinky. You know, you can be, there's such thing as too stinky in certain places. They're just not going to let you in. You'll be like, hey, you're too stinky. 7-Eleven, they understand. They get it. You stinky. You stinky, dude. It's okay. But, uh, you know, there's like, you know, like a fancy restaurant, man. They can kick you right out. You're too stinky. You're too stinky. So that's for me. That was for me today. I think. But, hey, I took a nice hot shower. 
feel much better now. I feel like a million bucks. I feel like a million bucks. But now I'm gonna go clean some dishes. And I'm gonna get all dirty again. Gonna need another hot shower. Pfft. Gonna be a cold one because I got no hot water. It's a never-ending loop. It's uh, up, up, and down again. Here we are, caught in traffic. And the only reason I'm caught in traffic today, the only reason is because I want to go smoke a cigarette. My addictions are placing me into situations that are not ideal. But you, get, you just gotta, you, you gotta live with life. You love, love life, love your situations. Even when you're sitting in traffic and you're behind a freaking Nissan Murano, you're just, you're just sitting in traffic behind a Nissan Murano. What are you gonna do? It's an okay-looking car. It's got the double exhaust. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Yeah, you got some, got some woods to look at. I got some trees. I got the some grass. Oh, people, people are whipping this bitch around. They do not like what's going down here. Um, it seems like uh, traffic is stagnant at the moment. Completely stagnant. People are, people are hitting the use. We don't know what's happening at the moment. But uh, you know, this is a, this is a road that's not supposed to be like this. You know, so this is really causing some comeuppance at the moment. I think they're gonna clear it up. I think they're gonna clear it up in the next couple. But we'll see. We'll just have to. We'll just have to wait and see and see what actually is gonna go down here. So, um, what's new? What's new? I mean, there's there's lots going on. There's lots going on. You know, um, was it? I made. Uh, I cooked some chicken up. So we can still buy chicken. Chickens. Uh, chickens at an okay price. Uh, milk prices. A milk prices are up. The milk. The price of milk. Has gone up. People have not been noticing. It used to be like the two fifty. Used to be like a two fifty. Then it was like a three dollar. I'm talking about a gallon, gallon a whole, gallon a whole. I know some of you guys drink the two percent, but it's just the watered down whole. Okay, it's just the whole milk, but they put a little garden hose in there, make it not so whole anymore. You know, they don't make it as whole. It was whole milk. It was whole milk. Now it's just not so whole milk. It's just not that whole milk. You know, it's not the rest. It's not the whole milk. It's just, you know, it's no longer whole milk. It's, 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 you know, a different type of milk because they put a garden hose in, in the milk. So now it's not whole milk. It's not, not quite milk. That's the thing. People got to understand what milk is. People are like, you know, it's almond milk. Almond. It's not milk. Is it milk? Are we considering that milk? Just because it's, just because it's a cashew juice or cashew paste. It looks like milk or creamer. Doesn't mean doesn't mean doesn't mean we should call it milk. New name, please. New name. Milk milk has a history. You know, milk's got a history of something. Milk goes with dairy. Nuts. Since when's the last time we considered peanut butter dairy? You know? You know what I'm saying? Almond milk. Cashew milk. What is this? This is not milk. It's not milk. We can start a, get start a, you know, some milk. And what, I mean, what, what could we call these things? Call it. People don't. People wouldn't buy cashew juice. It doesn't, doesn't sound right. But that's what it is. It's cashew juice. They're juicing cashews. They're not milk and cashews. They're juicing them. Why do they get to call it milk? It's not right. Here's another little fun fact for you. For those of you who like Marlboro cigarettes. I'm, I'm, I'm loyal brand, brand loyalty. I'm on the Southern Cuts right now, smoking some Southern Cuts. A little sweet Delilah in there. A little, very sweet, very nice, nice, 
you know, and I, I watched a video and they put it above the 27. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Southern Cuts are good. 27 is classic. I think almost more classic than the red. And I think some people like the red a lot. They like the red. I don't. And so I'm, I'm loyal to Marlboro. Don't get me wrong. Marlboro all the way. And when Marlboro came out with the, the filtered alternative to non-filtered manly cigarettes, because that's how they did it, folks. Because filtered cigarettes were for pansies. And then Marlboro came in, which was actually Philip Morris, of Philip Morris Incorporated, and they hired a team. I forget what the guy's name and the marketing team was, but there's a video on YouTube called The Marlboro Story. Give it a watch. But anyway, they came in. They're like, filtered cigarettes for pansies. So they got a cowboy spokesman for Marlboro. They did the first manly filtered cigarette. Manly, powerful, cowboy, independent, brand loyalty, reds. Smoking those filtered reds. It was, it was a great sight. It's a great sight to see. When they came out with the number 27 blend, it really did blow the red out of the water. And the red was just the start. The red was to just get the filter in the game. Okay? So everyone's got this loyalty for red. Everyone's saying this red is the best. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's a classic. But it's just like, if we're talking class, like, good cigarettes here, 27 blend is superior to the red. It just is. And then the Southern Cut is also superior to the red as well. So you got you got a number 27, Southern Cut. They're very close. They're very close. I still, I haven't smoked enough Southern Cuts. I've smoked way more 27. So it's like, but I know when I smoke a red, I, you know, it's, it's almost like smoking a spirit. And we know what smoking spirits are like. It's just, it's a longer experience. It takes more time. Hello again. I'm in the rain. Sorry about the, uh, the noises and such. But uh, I just realized, you know, listening back on the audio that I just played for you, that kind of sounds like a fluid conversation now, because now you're just hearing this. I didn't even explain my point that I was trying to get to. But I am smoking a Southern Cut at the moment, Marlboro Southern Cut. Boy, it's quite tasty. You know, because, um, am I addicted to cigarettes? Yes. Yes, I am. Why? Because I chose to be. Mm. You know, you pick your poisons, folks. You pick which ones you want. And for me, I chose to stick it to my lungs. I chose to stick it to the vital source that is my breathing capacity. So I came out and I'm like, let's smoke. Well, I started with the vapes. Everyone knows that. I started with the vapes. That was my in. Wasn't really sure about the cigarette. Didn't, didn't like the way it looked. Didn't like the weight. It smelled, didn't like, didn't like anything about it. But then I got the vape, I got the nicotine. I got into the got into the head trauma that does come with vapes. And it was good. I got nicotine dependent. And, you know, I got on my merry way. Start tried some Zins out for a bit. Didn't really like them. They make my stomach guns upset. I have them every once in a while because I get fiendish. And when you get fiendish and you, you know all you want to do is smoke, then you throw a zin in your mouth and maybe you stop smoking. You know, so that's the thing about the, you know, I, you know I'm, a, I'm a weed smoker from time to time. I smoke the weed, but here's the deal. When you, when you smoke the weed and you smoke the cigarettes, you like the chop. Because why not, you know? Chops on the Doppler. Now, I know some people call them moles. Don't be smoking moles. It doesn't sound nice. It does call it a chop. Because it's, like it's like a chopper. It's like, a, you know, the, the helicopter's coming in. You know, chops on the Doppler. You know, it's like, it's like you're watching the news. And what are you seeing on the news? Oh, just chops 
on the top. But that's, so that's the thing. You start smoking cigarettes, you start just breeding tobacco into your life all the time. So right now I'm smoking a Southern Cut. Why? Because, you know, I just want to smoke. Well, that's why. Anyway, point I was trying to get to. Philip Morris Incorporated, right? They're like the third largest worldwide cigarette producer. So they got farms, manufacturing, all this shit. Marlboro is their main cigarette. They're smoking Marlboro. That's, a, that's, their, that's, their, that's their number one brand. Well, why am I saying this to you? Well, Philip Morris, yeah, cigarettes, they've been dealing with cigarette legislation since the beginning, you know? They, they were here in the, in the, the non-filtered game when the non-filters were, were the, where it's at. You know, no one was smoking, like, Lucky Strikes, man. No filter. People were smoking those. But then, the filter came through, changed the game. Now people have filters on their cigarettes, you know? Used to be seen as a, you know, not a cool thing to do, but then Marlboro came in with the cowboy made it look cool. So they, what I'm saying is because they perfected this legislation, of like getting people to agree on a product they know is bad for people. Why is this interesting? Because Phil Morris is connected to ham. The very company that sells you cigarettes is also involved in the legislation of making sure nitrates are a Schedule 3 instead of a Schedule 2 carcinogen. What does that mean? That means that instead of it being an actual carcinogen, it's a potential carcinogen. Okay, so it's a, it has a potential of being a carcinogen. That's what they got, that's what they got it to be classified as. That's why you see so much fucking ham. And so I, I got to get better at uh, swearing. I'm not trying to swear as much. But every once in a while, I drop one. And it's not okay. That's what makes this an explicit podcast. But, you know, every once in a while, a, well, a well-placed F-bomb is a, it's not okay. But it's like, just shows the uh, severity of the issue. But, I'm, but you know, you, you got these cigarette guys also making sure when we're ta- eating nitrates. And the th- problem with nitrates is that no one would buy ham if it wasn't for nitrate. Because if, if without the nitrates, the ham would be gray. It'd look gray. It'd be, it'd be gray meat in a package. Who's going to buy freaking gray meat? Nobody. So you got to add the nitrates. It makes it nice and pink, like a pig should be. You know, so you see this nice pink meat, and you're like, damn, I'll eat that. Tastes good. You know, so it's ham. But the weirdest thing is that they've, they've silenced this lady, right? This lady who did this research. I forget her name, but she did this research, and she discovered that kids with leukemia, children with leukemia, ate ham and hot dogs at a much higher correlation rate. You know, so like kids with leukemia, it was very likely that a kid with leukemia ate a bunch of hot dogs their entire life. So what does that mean? That means that this is not nitrates, they're not a Schedule 3, but they are definitely are a Schedule 2 carcinogen, you know? So it's just like cigarettes. And Philip Morris, right there, serving you a ham, ham and ham, cheese, and mustard. Or maybe a Coney Island dog with the cheese and the chili on top. We like glizzies, folks. We like glizzies, ham sandwiches. We like it easy. That's the American way. Hey, guys. Quick little heads up before I uh, move on to the next segment. Um, this was a character I was trying out in the beginning, and then it kind of transitions to a non-character. But, you know, it's, it's pretty much a character, you know, who, who does dishes, you know, for a restaurant. But, you know, it's not, it's not anything. It's just a little character I do. I just wanted to warn you there's going to be some excessive gum chewing so, if you're a little squeamish, if you don't like to hear the, the chewing of gum, if that disturbs you, um, if you're playing this real loud and you don't want people to, other people to hear excessive gum chewing, maybe you switch the podcast. But you know, from my perspective, I would never want you to switch this podcast. Make sure you get through the whole thing. One go. 
it's a fluid, fluent podcast. I, you know, it's it's better if you if you get it in one go rather than multiple chunks. So just letting you know, excessive gum chewing coming through. It's about it's about to be on excessive gum chewing. It was you know, so I had two pieces of gum in my mouth and I was doing a character. So there's a lot of gum chewing. So watch out, here it comes straight at you. What's up, everybody? On my way to work. On my way to work now. I'm not chewing on one, but two, two sticks. Two sticks of extra. Two sticks of extra gum. Extra gum for me, please. Because I'm sassy. And I'm a boss. I'm a sassy boss. Chewing on my two sticks of extra gum. Really don't know where this conversation is going to go, but I'm ready for it. Anything that comes in my way. I'll chew right through it. Because I'm sassy. And I'm a boss. Coming through. About to do the dishes. About to do the dishes for a medium high end restaurant. Prices are pretty pretty medium high. Pretty, pretty on the medium high side of the prices. So those will be the plates I'm cleaning. We got bowls. Sauce plates. Chowder bowls. Sauce. Um, little sauce dishes for, for really unique sauces for various types of seafoods, chickens, and pastas. And beef. Beef's not too popular at this place, though. You don't buy beef at a seafood house, you know what I'm saying? But the chicken's good. I think that's why we got the customer base. Chicken's good. You can get a piece of meat, and it's a good looking piece of meat, I think. But you don't be buying beef at a seafood house, you know what I'm saying? I'm just here chewing my two pieces. My two pieces of extra gum. Tasting pretty good. About to go to work though. It's gonna be different. It's gonna be steamy. I kinda like the steam. Kinda levels my head out. Chemicals, that help too. I get in my zone. Hopefully I can get on the ox. There's this guy there. He likes playing uh like uh like like 2010 through 2015 uh, pop classics, you know what I'm saying? Like club classics. So, you know, he's got 50 Cent rolling in. Coming to the candy shop. Gonna tell you what is. Uh, uh, you know, so I got that rolling for me, and then I got a little Eminem. Till I collapse! You know, so in my ears all the time. Plus all the other accompanying songs that come around with that period. Nonstop on repeat. And some new stuff I really don't like. So hopefully I get the aux. Hopefully I can play a little, I don't know, maybe a little Sublime. That'd be nice. A little Sublime. Maybe a little Dave Matthews band, but I know uh, folks don't like that no more. They don't like it. A little too sappy. A little too, little too, little too. But uh, hey, go try it out for yourself, Saratoga Springs. Go try, try it out for yourself, man. Go to Saratoga. Go try it out for yourself. It's a good time. Tell them Lee sent you. Tell them Lee sent you. And go try it out in Saratoga Springs. Dave Matthews Band concert. It's a good time. It's a good time. Also saw Grateful Dead. Saw a Grateful Dead cover band. There's two of them. Two of them playing the same venue. Pretty wild. Grateful Dead can't be here anymore. But the people live on. But the people live on. I'll tell you that much. Tell you that much. But I'm just out here being, being a sassy boss. I'm just being a sassy boss. Going to Boston soon. That's my plan. For now, maybe I'll go to Boston. Maybe I won't. I don't know yet. I'm kind of open to it. Once they fluid. It's all about staying fluid, folks. If you ain't fluid, you're losing. If you ain't fluid, you're losing. Because you're stressing. You know why you're stressing? 
because I'm fluid and you're listening to me. And I'm causing you to stress because I'm so fucking fluid. So talk about being fluid. Not everyone likes to be fluid. But if you can be a fluid motherfucker, be a fluid motherfucker. You know, be fluid, fluent. It's all about it, man. How many languages you know? Not enough. Not enough languages. So I'll be learning some more languages on your belt. I'll be finally learning how to code. I'll be do that thing you say you're going to finally do. I'll be read that book. How about you just? How about you stop buying books and actually read one of them? You know, dude. CDs are not. It doesn't make sense to use CDs anymore. You're living in the past. Get yourself. Get yourself an iPhone. Sorry, buddy, but you gotta contribute. You gotta contribute. Get yourself the Spotify. Every song ever, dude. Spotify. I love Spotify. Spotify. Don't let me go. I'm not trying to ever offend Spotify. Spotify. Spotify is the best. Everybody should listen to Spotify. If you're not on Spotify and you're listening to something that's not on Spotify, I love Spotify. Spotify is great. Spotify is good stuff. You should listen to it because they got all the music. I used to be a Pandora junkie. I used to be just like you. Listen to Pandora. Fucking old, out of it. Sorry, I didn't mean to drop the F-bomb right now. I'm going to try to report him. Try to keep him on report. If I drop it, I'll report it. I'm going to be like the hall monitor up in here. Gonna be the hall monitor of my um my uh because I, I curse like a sailor I curse like a, I curse like I work at the seaport that's what I'm planning on doing but I can work at the seaport and not swear I can work at the seaport and not swear and smoke cigarettes I can do it that's another thing I don't want to smoke no more cigarettes I got that final pack of Southern Cuts and uh, I think that's something I, I got to make my final pack man I got I got to wait until the new year that's my goal that's my goal and I'm reporting to you maybe I won't keep it hopefully I do but it's my last pack. I got treated as such. So I got to hide some cigarettes away. I got to store them away like a little rat. I got to store them away. Make sure no one takes them. So if I need one, I have them. But this, this, these last, what was it? I think six, six cigarettes, six, seven cigarettes. They got to last me to the new year. You know, I only got so many left. I got to save them for a good time. And I know other people are going to come around me and be like, hey, you want a cig? And I got to say no. You know, if I don't have cigarettes for Halloween, I got to be like, hey, I don't need no cigarettes tonight. You know, that's another thing. Reduce alcohol consumption. I don't need a binge drink no more. I'm an adult. I'm a fully grown man. I don't need to be. I don't need. I don't need to be the center of attention. I can shine, but I don't need to be the center of attention. You know what I'm saying? I can shine. I can shine, but I keep myself. I just try to. I'm an open book, though. Pretty easy puzzle. Pretty easy puzzle until you figure out that my game not a puzzle. People are like, what? I'll be like, it's competition. And they're like, what? And they'll be like, you fuck, what? And I was like, let's play some Catan. And they're like, what? I was like, you never played Catan before? And like, what? And I was like, let's play Dominoes. And be like, what? And I was like, you never played Dominoes before? And they'll be like, what? And I'll be like, you, what have you played? And I'll be like, I play, I play Mousetrap. And I was like, no, you haven't. And be like, yeah, I played it once. I didn't even build it. That's how it works. People buy a trap, but they don't even play it. Buy a trap, don't even play it. You just build it, can't even build it right, don't even play it. Not even a good game. Monopoly, that's a game we've all played. It's a game we've all played and a game we've all grown to hate. Grown to a game that has uh, separated families. You know, because once you start playing with money, there's real money on the line on a Monopoly game. There's no more, it's not fun anymore. There's just people who are good at it and people who are bad at it. It's way of the road. Get used to it. Some people never learn. Some people always want to work for another person. Other people, they just want to buy enough to never work again. 
very different types of people. Some people want to work hard and and see their paycheck come in, and they knew their paycheck is worth that because they work so fucking hard. And other people just want to buy enough so they can pay enough paychecks off, so they know that they're getting profit no matter what. 